nothing about feminism. Mm-hmm. Pick this right. You think we can't talk to Xbox people? You and your consoles rather than PCs and stuff. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Is there a bit of, and again, this is slightly through the equality lens, is there a bit of that, some of the jarring, like, oh, I'm PS4, I'm Xbox. It's not cheap to buy a console. It's not cheap to get a gaming PC. It's not cheap to get any of those things. Do these attitudes actually, are we covering up for the fact that, you know, only really a multimillionaire can have a PS5, an Xbox, whatever, and a PC and that. And so rather than admitting, do you know what? I'm not going to spend a whole load of fortune on that. We become these sort of like, I'm sticking to a club. Or is that just bullshit? What do you think, Jim? Mm, I think that's, I think that is true to a certain extent. It certainly has informed my choices, the the, the financial aspect. And I did have to um, wheedle a, um, a switch as as a family gift two years ago because i couldn't justify getting it getting it for one member of the household um and we and and we did the same with the with the ps4 um a few years before that so um i think that there definitely is a thing where you stick to whichever gaming unit you're using because because that's because you you invest money in it you invest money in the games you invest money in the kit you invest money in all of the extra bits and bobs that you use with it so um i think there is definitely an element of that for me though i think the fundamental factor has been about the types of games that you get on the different systems i think these days that's less of an issue because nowadays they're porting games between all the different systems but certainly Back in the day, I was hanging out with people where the main discussion was Windows versus Unix. Uh, so you know, it, it was well, a very Unix, but, but, as in the, yeah, yeah. the castrated people. That's how no, old we are. <laughs> <laughs> Unix. Linux. Oh, Linux, <laughs> you, not Unix. Windows versus Unix. <laughs> but, I don't but think it'd be much fun that... playing with a Unix. <laughs> But I think that the, the the games that were on PCs were sort of um, more involved and, and, and tended to be more story-led, and the games that were on consoles tended to be, with the exception of the Final Fantasy um, games, I would say, because Chrono Trigger was actually the first game that I played on a console. Really, the PC games were more in- engaging, and the console games were more... Um, light and and also more first person or platformy and I think that over the years that's very much changed <laughs> completely changed I think nowadays but um, I, so I wonder if people kind of got put into those and I'd be interested to see if we ask the same question in five years ten years time whether there would be that that distinction or whether as you say it probably will come down more to financial decisions as, as opposed well, to i mean alex what keeps you and i'm coming to you last matt what comes out alex what's go, what keeps that's you, not fair what's because you've got lots to say i know i'm calling male privilege i'm calling male privilege <laughs> not <on> male, <laughs> play, play the male card <laughs> but yeah alex what keeps you console gaming i think i just prefer the controller and i think uh I've kind of built up a long history with PlayStation. I've still got all my old games, um, even though I can't play them all on PS4, obviously. I still have all the old consoles, and even though I don't use them all. But um, 
I think I just found it easier to control. Um, as someone, obviously, with, with cerebral palsy, it's, it can be difficult having to hold a mouse and a keyboard. And like, I found that kind of difficult. Because um, when I first started playing as a small child on PC, um, we used joysticks, you know, like massive sticky things. And we were just moving them around like that. Um, and then so we never, I never really got into the whole mouse and keyboard control system aspect of it and then just transition straight on to having a controller which I find a little bit easier to use generally speaking but um, I do think it's interesting just in general how gaming can sometimes reflect almost like a tribal nature to to how we are as, as people and and how we have to divide things up into groups all the time and I think that does have a, a kind of similar reflection on different aspects of society as well and how we we tend to divide it up into groups um, be, so that's always interesting team. to think about <laughs> I think <laughs> no, no, I, and I don't think though the um, accessibility side of consoles should be um, underestimated I know there's no. a lot of work that's done I know that there is a lot of work yeah definitely and Obviously, it's not massively severe, but um, it's just my right side tends to get more fatigued than my left. Mm. So things like quick time events, I'll have to change them up to just solid presses rather than taps um, and things like that, because I find those are a bit difficult to do, As particularly if you're like in a big boss battle and it's like a really crucial moment. And then suddenly one of my fingers will get cramp and I'll just be like, oh, now's not the time. Yeah. Now's not the time. But um, so, yeah, I think that games are definitely moving forward in terms of accessibility. There's a, been a few more improvements in some of the games I've played recently. Um, but there is obviously quite a long way to go for making things more truly accessible, I would say. And indeed, representing people with disabilities in games as oh well. yeah and we've got we've got months to discuss all this shit yeah. and i've written about three pages <laughs> of notes on it already so that's brilliant matt cool why is playstation so much better right so <laughs> from your your um, original uh, hypothesis yes uh, i have to say bullshit <laughs> We we cannot live in harmony. Uh, so we're all mass intersectional feminists yes. in terms of people and society. We can all get along. Uh, all our boundaries can be brought down and we will be happier for it. When it comes to consoles and gaming systems, we cannot live together because they all have different merits. They are not all equal. The uh, PlayStation controller is a beautiful piece of symmetrical art. The Xbox controller is a disgusting asymmetrical, like non-ergonomic <laughs> piece of filth. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I just, I can't overcome that aversion, and well, like, I have no reason to. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, what I would posit is there's a bit of age here as well. I mean, Jen, you you must remember the Dreamcast, or maybe you don't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play it a lot, but I do remember it. Yeah, I, I played my first console that I actually owned was a Dreamcast. Now, the Dreamcast controller is probably to you a horrific. Like Matt, you'll look at a Dreamcast controller and go, "What the 
fuck is this? Seriously. <laughs> it's an almost an abomination of an N64 controller and an Xbox controller together and then fattened out. Um, so I can imagine you who likes your sleek sorted PS4 controller PlayStation controller generally because it hasn't evolved that much actually has it the PlayStation controller since the first no it's just got sleeker and smoother and sexier I tell you I tell you one thing I do really love about the PlayStation controller is the headphone jack the fact that it has just a simple straightforward headphone jack no proprietary bullshit no sort of you have to do this or that you can just put your headphones straight into that and just play and not bother anybody else in the house I will give you that but do you not, I mean, you know, I have upstairs, which is very sad, I have a Wii U next to an Xbox 360 next to a PlayStation 4. And they all live quite happily in harmony together. Mm-hmm. Is that not okay, Matt? <laughs> no. Well, each now, of their own. The, like, I'm, the inter- I'm basically in the same boat. <laughs> the, intersec- the intersectionality extends to the people who play the games. The consoles they don't extend to the consoles themselves. So does this? So this sort of PlayStation exclusives. I feel I need to explore this a little further. Does this? Does this mean you exclude? So how do you feel about Nintendo? Because you will, oh, so, so how, it's you're what twenty five? Did you twenty six? Twenty six. So you've grown up in a world where Nintendo is the Wii U and family games. So I suppose that's one of the reasons you might have a problem with it. So it it's. It's Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, Those so are my. Nintendo that's <laughs> Nintendo is fine. I yeah. am a huge proponent of Nintendo because <laughs> I played Pokemon. Oh, I had the Game Boys. Game Boys playing Pokemon is a that was. I didn't realize that's an RPG. Mm. I didn't realize that I'd been playing an RPG for for well over a decade and pokemon games are beautiful and nintendo's beautiful had the game boy like the original chunky flip one um and the game boy advance playing pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. they're they're awesome it's the playstation and the xbox that uh, that i just i laugh in derision at xboxes every time every time i look at their exclusives i see halo and go oh yeah bravo bravo and then the only other one that I found is oh Gears of War. Gears of War is the only one that I'd want to play. I mean, and a game called Rise, Son of Rome, but that's on PC. So, I'll be honest, I could, I could have this discussion with you for hours, but it's not. Yeah, really me too. Useful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not fruitful at all. Yeah. Oh, there's there's more to be said, and it will be said. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.